News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Britain's King Charles has been diagnosed with a form of cancer, according to Buckingham Palace. Vinnie McAvinnie, a broadcaster and journalist, joins us now. Uh, Vinnie, what do we know so far? Well, this announcement came at six o'clock last night. We were told that after Prince Charles had that inpatient hospital treatment for an enlarged prostate, it was detected that there was another form of cancer. We know it's not prostate cancer, but we haven't been told what exactly it is. So he began yesterday treatment. Uh, The palace uh, have said that he has spent the night at home recuperating. He is an outpatient and that he will pull back from public duties, but will still undertake the duties of the state, things like meeting Prime Minister Rishi Sunak every week uh, in private. So that is the news this morning here from London. Has there been much speculation about the form of cancer he has? I think, to be honest, people have tried to, as they did with, you know, recently Kate Middleton, uh, the Princess of Wales, not try to sort of go too far into speculating about what it is. It is a private health matter. But it is just remarkable that they've decided in this age to be much more open uh, about their health, because I think what they're worried about is this leaking out or getting into a tabloids and the rumour mill starting. And yes, whilst there is a slight vacuum still by not saying which cancer it is, uh, I think they're hoping people will respect that in time, if he decides to share and choose, he might want to campaign, for instance, on uh, the specific cancer that he has or raise awareness, uh, that then they might reveal what exactly it is. Uh, I mean, you mentioned the greater transparency there. Uh, is this not an end to that transparency, really? Um, I mean, they're, they're giving very little detail about it. Um, some people might suggest when you're the, the head of state, it's, it's very difficult to have a private health matter. I think that is you know, true, but I think this is a lot further than we've heard. When I think back of covering you know, the final years of Prince Philip and, and how much of the Queen's life, we thought that there were health issues going on uh, at various times, but we never received really any word of confirmation. So this is definitely a move in the right step from the palace in terms of transparency. It said that the king was particularly uh, struck by how people responded to his news because he thought it was right to say that he was going in for prostate treatment because of how poor the the amount of people, amount of men in particular, older men who go and get those kind of things investigated. And it led to a record spike, uh, we believe, in uh, NHS treatment being sought for that and being researched. So it, it does feel as though perhaps he's thinking that this can be an awareness for people not to ignore problems. But it does highlight as well, of course, uh, you know, not that he's had to engage in this, but there are huge delays currently in this country uh, in cancer treatment due to the NHS backlog. Uh, Prince Harry due to travel to visit his father in the coming days? Yes, that's right. We understand he will travel alone. Uh, he was told personally uh, by the King on the phone and he will now travel alone back to London in order to spend time with his father. Interestingly, uh, what we have now is a situation uh, where certain people can be deputised. Uh, there's a constitutional mechanism for it. They're called councillors of state. And at the moment, it is Queen Camilla, Prince William, Princess Anne, Prince Edward, but then also uh, Princess Beatrice, the Duke of York's son, the Duke of York and Prince Harry. But we understand that neither Prince Harry nor the Duke of York uh, will be called on to perform these duties if they need to be done 
if for any reason the king is incapacitated for a period. Final question, uh, Vinny. Uh, is there any sort of talk, uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's an issue for further down the road, just obviously uh, uh, the, the king becoming king at quite an advanced age uh, in his mid-70s. Uh, I mean, this is increasingly going to be a feature with, with, with monarchs living longer than they would have in the, the day. I mean, is, is there any talk about maybe the potential of a, a future king um, abdicating and, and and giving way at a younger age to uh, to his his heir. Well, who knows? I mean, we've seen obviously the recent example of Denmark, uh, where the Queen there decided that due to health issues uh, and the kind of the work of the role being sort of too much for her, she would abdicate for her young son. I think the difference with the British monarchy uh, is they've always felt after the abdication crisis in the Second World War, the Queen was absolutely adamant uh, that she was never going to abdicate because she felt uh, she had given a vow and a solemn promise to God that she would do it for all her days and she stuck by it. Now, Prince Charles is obviously, sorry, then Prince Charles, now King Charles has waited you know, some 73 years uh, in order to become king and take to the throne. We know he has lots of things that he wants to do to reform it, and in particular highlights around the world, uh, you know, as much as he can, climate issues. Uh, He he can't be quite as vocal as he once was, but he's trying to make that a key part of his reign. So I don't think he's going to step down uh, at any point. I think they'll just let the kind of natural order flow on it. Okay, Vinnie McAvinnie, broadcaster and journalist, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.